Welcome to Healing Hidden Wounds with Lee and Shea Preston, directors of Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We pray those who feel forgotten by Christ or who don't feel worthy to call upon the name of Jesus can come to find His hope, His grace, His healing, and ultimately, His love. Let's listen in as Lee and Shay seek to offer real answers to life's tough questions. Well, good evening and welcome. Thanks for joining us this evening. Uh, we, I'm Lee Preston with Shadow of His Wings Ministry. I'm here tonight with my wife, Shay. Hi, Shay. Well, good evening and Merry Christmas. Yes, we are just glad to be here. Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas to Mark and uh, our, our technician who does a great job over here. And we're just glad to be here. This is, uh, the, our Sunday show before Christmas. And some of you may be tuning in thinking you might be hearing an interview tonight with Pastor Raymond, who had been on the show a couple of times ago, who was talking about some sexual brokenness and some places that he ended up in his journey. But due to the Christmas break and some things that came up in his schedule, he will be showing up in a, in a few weeks, and we will let you know ahead of time that date. But tonight we have decided to just kind of share a few things about Christmas Christmas is the best of times. It can also be the worst of times, just trying to get everything fit in. Yeah, there's so many things you can share during the Christmas. I mean, people share gifts. They share uh, germs. They share food. (laughs) I mean, sharing, it's just sharing is for Christmas. That's right. And we want everything to look and smell and taste great at Christmas, and sometimes it just doesn't do that. Of course, I don't want the flu, so I don't want anybody to share that with me. That's right. There's some things we don't want to share, right? That's right. But we are just glad to to be here. You're listening to Healing Hidden Wounds, and we do try to offer uh, answers to life's tough questions. But tonight, we're just going to open up the um, open up the lines and allow people to share their Christmas heart to share things that they may have experienced around Christmas time that was a blessing to them or even some of the struggles around Christmas time because Christmas can be both of those. And so I would like to pray first before we jump in and then we have a song we'd like to play before we go any further. Jesus, we do thank you that you are our hope at Christmas time. And you know, the cookies and the candy and the Christmas trees and the Christmas services and all of those things make Christmas beautiful. And certainly Christmas is beautiful through the eyes of children because it's a, just a fun, uh, and, and just a, a, a moment of, ex, of excitement in all of their senses. But I thank you, Jesus, for those people who are a little bit perhaps struggling during this Christmas season, and I and I pray for them. I thank you that you want to meet them, and I pray for their hearts, that you help them to see the things that you want to bless them with, even in, in this moment where maybe they look around and think, wow, the lights are pretty, the trees are beautiful, but I just don't feel it. And so I just pray, Jesus, that your spirit would allow us to feel what the true Christmas spirit really feels like amidst all of the other. And I just pray for those things, and I thank you for just helping us have Christ in Christmas. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Let's hear a song, and uh, then we'll start talking a little bit. Well, you were just listening to the Pentatonix version of Mary Did You Know, one of our favorite songs. Wow, that's just, I mean, every time I hear that song, I think, wow, you know, this little baby that came to this earth, God himself. And it's so interesting, don't you think, Shay, that, you know, you and I have had some stressful moments in the last several days, trying to get Christmas going and trying to get things done around the house and get ready for family and Christmas and and tensions when you run high that's sometimes. right tensions run high and anxiety runs high and exactly. stress runs high 
But when you sit down and you listen just for a second and you think about this baby boy that was born to this earth through a virgin to save us, to save, I love that verse where it says to save your sons and daughters. You know, Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save your sons and daughters or the sons and daughters of God? And I just think, you know, if you really grasp that, if you can hang on to that during the Christmas season, then you have a bit of peace that you might not find anywhere else. You know, we are a a listener call-in show. I'd like to offer to you the local number. It's 340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Maybe you have a Christmas story or a Christmas stress that you would like to share. Uh, because it's important to also remember that sometimes we can lose our focus and we can get distracted. And before we know it, all we think about is the dozens of cookies that have to be made or the meals that have to be prepared or how many family is coming in for the, for the season and how are we going to make it all work. And I just really appreciate trying to, and I'm not great at it, but trying to continue to keep my mind on Christ during the Christmas season, other than all the craziness. Right. Well, and that's not always that easy to do when you have things that have to be done. Every time you open your eyes, you know, there's something that has to be done, and it's just a high, stressful time. Um, I just I wanted to interject here. You were talking about your favorite part of that song, and I just wanted to share with you one of my favorite parts of that song is when it talks about, did you know, Mary, did you know that this this little baby, this sleeping child that you're holding is the great I am? Amen. I mean, I just think that's awesome, you know. And sometimes it is. It's hard to not lose focus, you know, of what this, amidst all the hustle and bustle, it's hard to just say, wow, you know, what is this really about? But it's so nice to just sit and reflect on what this is really all about absolutely i'm just uh i'm just excited about talking about this and i would love to hear from anybody that would want to call in and just you know just share their their greatest stories or their hardest struggles right now Um, absolutely you know i know we were talking earlier about how sometimes this is just a really sad time for folks and those are some hard Hard times to look at. Absolutely. And and I know we did a little bit of this around Thanksgiving. And sometimes it's just helpful to talk about the struggles and the the high points of our holiday and upcoming holidays. Because we are healing hidden wounds. I mean, that's what we're trying to do. And sometimes just talking about it can really help. Or having someone share a memory, you know, or share even a wonderful time. You know, I remember a time when I was a kid, uh, we would... We would always, and, and this may start up a, a conversation in your own homes, we, different people have different traditions, right? Some people open up their gifts on Christmas Eve, and some people <laughs> open them Christmas morning, and of course Santa Claus shows up Christmas morning, and so, you know, it's just always this discussion of, well, when do you open gifts? Well, in my home, we always opened our gifts on Christmas morning, uh, Christmas Eve, and then we always had, of course, Santa Claus show up and we'd open our, get our gifts from Santa and then we would, 
end up having a, a time at my grandparents. They lived right down the road from us, and we'd go and, and have Christmas dinner at my grandmother's house. And she would always make sure, which I hated as a, as a teenager, I was great with it as an elementary student, but by junior high and high school, she always made sure that all of her grandchildren played a part in some sort of Christmas musical or Christmas presentation. A couple of us would read out of the Bible, the Christmas story, and some of us who had musical instruments would play songs or play Christmas carols. And she always wanted to make sure that some of the favorite Christian Christmas carols were there, of course. And and I always remember somebody would read The Night Before Christmas, the old story about the night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not, not even, even a mouse. mouse. That's right. And so we had all this going on, and she always made sure, and we'd all have to sit through it, and all my aunts and uncles, and of course anybody that was there would all gather around in the living room, and we we did this show, and it was usually about a 20 to 30 minute presentation, but it was just a great memory um, of just how important she thought it was to make sure that her grandchildren knew that as far as she was concerned, she wanted Christ and Christmas. And she wanted to make sure that we did what we needed to do to to emphasize that, to pre- present Christ at Christmas. And my grandfather would always end it with a prayer. And, of course, the funny thing was is she then we'd go around and open gifts. And, and she would always be the last to open her gifts from my grandfather. And he always got her either a nightgown and or a robe. And definitely he always got her Christmas underwear. And he would make her hold it up in front of everybody, and she would turn eight shades of red and giggle and then put them in a box and make sure they went in the closet very quickly. But it was just a beautiful time of just family. And, of course, as a, as a kid, I never saw all the backstory. I never saw the stress she probably went through baking, you know, eight different kinds of pies and my mo- my mother having to try to pitch in and get some things made. And I never got went through... The planning of, you know, Aunt so-and-so can't come this Christmas and Uncle so-and-so is going to be late. And, you know, as a, as a, as a child, you just kind of see, you know, that it's wonderful, you know, that you go and you decorate the tree and you put everything under it and you're just excited and you want to pick out where your gift is. And, but I think that's the, the wonderful gr- thing about Christmas is the innocence of Christmas and reminding children who, who the whole reason for this time of year is. But for adults, sometimes you can lose the vision of Christ as you worry too much about the vision of perfection, of trying to make everything perfect and of losing sight of, of who, of, of all the stress that, that's caused by a lot of the stress and the struggle to make it so perfect, and that can cause a real pain sometimes. Sure. Well, I was just sitting here and I was thinking, you know, it's if you don't really know about Christ, and, you know, I know that people everywhere, they celebrate Christmas, you know. I mean, right now with the... Kind of the, oh, you're supposed to say happy holidays because, you know, you don't want to say Merry Christmas. And, you know, I just, I, but, but still, even with happy holidays, people celebrate Christmas. And I'm just thinking, you know, from my, from my life when I really 
was not Christian and not living, you know, for God and and not really recognizing about his birth and his resurrection and all of those things. Such a difference from, you know, the mindset of of just all about the hustle and bustle and all about the parties and the festivities and and the gifts that you give and the gifts that you get and you know all the the secret santas and things that you do you know which they're all nice they're all nice but you know i mean i can't emphasize enough that you know just when i pause or when i sit and i really reflect on things you know about Christ's birth you know that it just it just means so much more because it is so much more you know it's about it's about an awesome God that sent his son, you know, that cared so much for me. And so anyway, just absolute. throwing that out there. That's great. It's absolute. It's a, you know, to have the gift of Christ is the ultimate meaning of Christmas. I mean, it's having him. It's realizing that he is present and that his his spirit is is in us if we've accepted Christ and and living in that place. Well, and I just want I just want to say right now, you know, there may be somebody out there and my heart is just kind of kind of pulling towards somebody out there or those that are out there, but somebody out there that may just be sad right now at this time of the time of the year, this time of the season and I know I've been there, you know, I've been at that place. And so I just want to offer that we're here. Um, if you don't feel comfortable calling, well, and I'll give you the number again, just in case you do feel comfortable calling. The number is 340-9585. And if you have something on your heart or you just want to share, but if you don't, just feel free to email us. You can email us at info at shadowofhiswingsministry.com, and we'd love to speak with you through email or just however we can we can be there for you. Because we are certainly not uh, immune to disappointments at Christmas time. I mean, we we have seen that you know the stress and the struggle of Christmas and making everything perfect and trying to get the trees up and the lights on the house and all of that can just cause you to feel weary. And then sometimes, you know, maybe Christmas is different for you this year, whomever might be listening. You know, sometimes I'll never forget the first Christmas that I spent um, alone because my uh, I, I was divorced at that point and my, my ex-wife had my daughter for Christmas that year. And so I was just alone that year. And so for any of you who might be struggling just with feeling a bit lonely or feeling like, wow, I don't have all of the wonderful things that come along at Christmas time. You know, I just want you to know there's a there's a savior out there who knows you and knows you personally and we would like to help. I mean just knowing that that to be able to have someone to listen, you know, uh, to your struggles or to the stress, you know. I always say and and I was just telling Shay I think this last week um that it is so incredible how we should never judge a book by its cover. Because I just can promise you in the work we do and the ministry we're in, helping folks and doing healing prayer and, 
and working with folks and counseling. You know, you, you see these people and they come in and they look like they have it all together. And they are probably the ones that have the trees done perfectly and the lights on the house. But sometimes beneath all the, the glow and all of the Christmas perfection, there's a lonely heart or there's a heart that just feels a bit like if I ever were to really stop and just sit down and listen to a Christmas music, uh, some Christmas music, there wasn't upbeat that just allowed my heart to rest for a minute. I might, I might not be so happy. I might have some pain or I might see that it's not as perfect as I'm trying to make it into. And sometimes those struggles just make a person feel very lonely. You know, we can go through the hustle and bustle and we can buy all the right gifts and we can buy all the right food and we can make all the pretty things. But I just want to I do want to talk to that person out there who who sometimes sits in the quiet and says, you know, it all looks great, but I'm just a bit lonely or I feel a little bit disappointed. You know, maybe it's not turning out this year like you wanted it to. And, um, you know, this is a, a kind of a, a funny story and, and, and it tells a little bit of the stress of Christmas, but it, I really do want, want those listening to know that Christmas never may not turn out exactly the way you want it. I remember a time my dad bought my mom a watch for Christmas and he ra- had it wrapped and, and she was a shaker and a and a feeler. She would pick up presents and shake them and feel them and try to guess them. And so he was always trying to outsmart her. And so this year he thought he did. He bought her this watch, and it was a really nice watch. And he puts it in a uh, – he gets it wrapped and has it uh, out in the planter in our front yard. And he thought, well, I'll just bring it in at Christmas uh, the night we open gifts, and then she won't be able to tell what it is. And so – uh, we wrap, unwrap all of our gifts and everything's going great. And he says, hold on just a second. I'll be right back. And you hear the front door open and he goes out and he comes back in and he's got this crazy look on his face and he says, your gift is gone. <laughs> well, what ended up happening is, is our dog found the gift before he did. And so the next thing I knew, we were all out in the yard at nine o'clock on Christmas Eve. Uh, in the cold, trying to find my my mom's Christmas present from my dad. And unfortunately, all we could find was bits of wrapping paper and shredded bows, and uh, that was about it. And so what ended up happening is my mom went to bed that night without a Christmas gift, and my dad went to bed thinking, wow, what have I done and certainly I think there was disappointment. As a kid, I was like, oh, well, I got my stuff and sorry for her. But, you know, the great thing was is that the next morning, of course, we all went out looking for it again. And my dad found it in the front yard. And unfortunately, it wasn't scratched or anything. It was in good condition. But how that dog got it out of the plastic box and everything, I don't know. But I'm just offering to you that, you know, just just know that sometimes Christmas doesn't go as perfectly as you might want. So we're going to take a break, but I just want you to remember that you're welcome to call and give us your great Christmas or your less than perfect Christmas, 340-9585, and we will be back in a moment. Love has done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. Your love has done its part. Now 
Well, welcome back. You're, you're listening to Healing Hidden Wounds with Lee and Shay Preston with Shadow of His Wings Ministry. Shadow of His Wings Ministry is a healing and prayer ministry here in the South Texas area. We would love to have you contact us at info at shadowofhiswingsministry.com. You're also welcome to call in tonight at 210-340-9585. Uh, maybe you just want to share a, a comical Christmas story or a special time of Christmas for you. We'd love to hear it. We really do hope uh, and, and pray that your Christmas is filled with the peace of Christ because it is a blessing when you can find places in your in your holiday to put down the shopping and to put down the decorating and to just relax and rest in the Lord. He is a great resting place. Uh, that's why we, uh, Shay actually came up with the, the name of our ministry, Shadow of His Wings. It's a beautiful place to rest beneath the shadow of His wing. It's a cool and restful place, a place of peace, and that's what we long for. Can't say that we always stay there because sometimes this world has a lot of stuff in it that draws our attention away. But I thank you, Father, for helping us to remember that under the shadow of his wings is a peaceful and, and, a, and a restful place. So maybe you're feeling restful and you're feeling uh, that Christmas is uh, uh, especially great this time of year. If you'd like to share, don't forget you're welcome to call in. We'd love to have you. Uh, we also just appreciate that it may also be a time of year for folks that struggle some, that struggle with loss, that may have lost a parent or have lost um, a, a child or a loved one. Um, it's just a great time to remember those people and remember who and what they mean to you. And we hope that you're able to do that as well. I think Shay has her Christmas story. I'm going to read a verse here first, though. Did you want me to read it first, or you want to go ahead and share your story? Sure, sure, go ahead. This is uh, uh, just based upon, I, we, that song just kind of brings it to mind. It's Isaiah 7:14. It says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. Which is God is with, God with us. God with us, yes. And so we are just, just in that place tonight of just rejoicing and praising God that he made a way through himself by sending his son to die on the cross for us. But, but just this birth of Christ to redeem the world. Well, and we were talking uh, a little bit earlier. We were talking kind of about our... Christmas memories, and you know, my first response was, "Wow, I don't really have any Christmas memories." <laughs> you know, anything that I'd want to share, but that's not really necessarily true. I guess that was just my first response. Um, I think one of my most precious, precious uh, memories is the the Christmas right before my mother passed away. And I remember we went and we went to my brother's house and we all got together and and we sat there. And as we were getting ready to leave, uh, my mother just started singing How Great Thou Art. 
and Lee Lee kind of joined in, and then uh, I joined in, and you know it kind of made it seemed like it kind of made you know my sisters and my brother a little uncomfortable, but they were okay. You know they were okay with it. It was just kind of you know because just sitting there singing a cappella, we all had our coats on and getting ready to leave, but. I guess I share that because it was the last Christmas that I spent uh, with her. And it just, that song has become a very special song to me because Lee sang it at her memorial service. Which and was I think special. it was one of her favorite songs, right? It was one of her favorite songs. And, you know, when we're sitting here and we're talking about this the verse you just read and we just listened to the song Emmanuel and and it means God with us and so I think back on that song that particular song how great thou art and I'm just going to share a few of the verses it says oh Lord my God when I in awesome wonder consider all the world thy hands hath made you know it's, I mean, the, the world thy hand had made. I see the stars. I hear the rolling thunder. Thy power throughout the universe displayed. You know, I sit there and I think about, you know, that song, how awesome it is when you you talk about seeing the stars and hearing the rolling thunder. And, you, you know, I look at the ocean and, and, and you see the ocean in its vastness. Our God made that. And you know what? To think about him coming in human form, and it says God with us. He shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. You know, there's another verse in Isaiah that I wanted to share. It says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. You know, I was reading that just a little bit ago, and I was thinking, man, you know, all of those things, that's all we need in this life, in our life, in our brokenness, in our, in our imperfect imperfectness, you know, that's all we need. Wonderful counselor. You know, we, you know, we do counseling. You know, we always tell people, you know what? The real counselor is Jesus himself. The almighty God is really the counselor that you need. And that's what we try to, we do healing prayer. We try to heal and help people kind of get to their broken places and find <laughs> hope and healing through, through prayer. Amen. You know? And, uh, so anyway. It's it's a beautiful memories, um, you know, and I think that's wonderful that that when you think of Jesus as our wonderful counselor, you know, <clears throat> oftentimes as we're praying for folks, we oftentimes ask God to be who He has said He is uh, as our wonderful counselor. To ask Jesus to continue to be our wonderful counselor. Because we know that counseling, in our, you know, in our humble opinion, doesn't really work very well if you don't have the wonderful counselor in the midst. Because the wonderful counselor is the one who gives you the hope. The wonderful counselor is the one who gives you the truth. 
And the wonderful counselor is the one who helps you find freedom from the things that so easily make you stumble or to fall into places of despair, discouragement. Sure. And then, you know, and then it talks about he's, he should be called the everlasting father. I mean, you have the father, the almighty Abba Daddy. Absolutely. You know, that's there to wrap his arms around you, to love you unconditionally, to provide, to provide you all grace. And lastly, it says Prince of Peace, to give you the greatest peace. And and maybe that's hard this year. It is hard. Maybe that's hard for folks. Uh, and I'm sure we could even say it's been hard for us to grab a hold of the Prince of Peace this year. Exactly. Because it can get very stressful and it can get very frustrating to try to figure out how to make it all work, you know? And and maybe you're listening and you're thinking, you know, well, you know, maybe you have it all together and you have all the money budgeted and you have all the gifts purchased and you have all the Christmas cookies made and your Christmas tree is nicely lit and and everyone's coming for Christmas and everything's going to be great and all your family gets along perfectly. But maybe you need a little bit of the Prince of Peace this Christmas. And, and I realize it's very... You're probably hearing lots of folks in lots of different ways talk about, you know, the Prince of Peace and how we should have our eyes on Jesus this season. And But I really wanted to bring it home because I think, you know, I think it's very important not to just get caught up in adding a Christmas Eve service or not just attending something that helps you to remember. That moment with what Shay is talking about with her mom that to me was the Prince of Peace. You know, that to me was the wonderful counselor. That was a woman who, who probably knew that, you know, she may not have that many Christmases left, but took a moment and didn't really care about anything else or anyone else, didn't care what her voice sounded like or, or what might happen or if she even knew all the words. I don't know that all of us knew all the stanzas <laughs> completely. True. But the most beautiful thing was is that she is the one that just started singing. And it was just such an innocent place of just sweet surrender, of just saying, you know, it is Christmas and we've had a nice get-together, but to watch her just kind of release everything and let all, let it all go and just spend a moment with her family singing her Christmas song, the one that meant this the most to her, was just what I hope for each person listening here tonight. Because that is an amazing moment when you can just sit and say, you know what, nothing else really does matter. Exactly. Well, and I just wanna <laughs> I just wanna share with folks that, you know, I really struggle at times you know, I know that we are here to, we're here because we, we have been broken in the past, you know, and we're still broken. And we do work and we love, you know, being about our father's business and working with folks that just come from brokenness and need help, you know. And so we love that. But I really, you know, a time like now, 
and I'm sitting here and I'm talking about how great God is. And it's just, you know, I know it sounds, you know, like it's just I'm wrapped up into this, into the Christmas. You know, it's all about this and peace and love. And, you know, I just, I struggle with that sometimes because I don't want to sound like this pious person that says, you know, you just need to get past your hurts and your pains and just enjoy Christmas. Because I'm definitely not like that. You know, I I am just, I so on the other hand, my heart is torn because I know, I sense a sadness that, that, that I know about because I've been there as well. And so I'm reaching out also to folks that may be experiencing that as well. Amen. Well, I think we have a caller. Hello, Harold. This is Lee. You're on the air. Hi, Lee. How you been? It's been a few weeks since I've called. It has been a while. We missed you. Yeah, well, I've been here off and on. Good. Uh, I was kind of relating to your watch story, but uh, uh, first of all, your uh, your wife had mentioned that you had sung that uh, song, How Great Thou Art, and so I was thinking to myself, well, I wonder if he sings it as good as Elvis Presley does. <laughs> he sings it better than Elvis Presley. Well, well, that's what a wife might say, and I was thinking it doesn't make any difference how it sounds when somebody sings it, because the words are still the same. Amen. You're absolutely right. Right. So the thing about the watch was, <coughs> it's it's you know it's funny you brought up the watch. Uh, it reminds me, my dad was going to uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I was going to buy me a watch about when I was about seventeen. Oh, it's going to be a great watch, the best watch ever. And I and so at Christmas time he gave me this watch, and I went. That is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It, it was the Boulevard. Uh huh. Boulevard. And I didn't know, seventeen years old. That's a very good watch. Right. And I actually got upset with him, and I was basically an ass. I, I you know, I just can't believe I did all that thinking back. But that watch lasted probably ten years, and mm-hmm. I'm a painter. And it um been through everything, solvents, water, you name it. I just ran it through the mill. So I just like, I wish I hadn't have done that. So that, you know, uh that was my watch story, and it kind of went with your how great thou art. You know, it's what's on the inside. Hey, man, I can tell you're missing your dad right now, huh? Yeah, I upset my mother again, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Bringing him up and everything. I think I'm just not going to bring him up anymore. Well, come on now, Harold. Haven't you learned from us by now it's okay to bring him up and to to grieve him and to remember him? You know, you got a sweet story there. You know, I think every 17-year-old can be an ass sometimes. Yeah. But to look back on that and to say, you know what, my dad knew what he was doing, and he gave me a good watch. And if I, it, when, when, not if, but when I see him again, I will tell him, you know what, Dad, that was a great watch, and I sure appreciate that you knew more at that at that age than I did at 17. That's true. And that's a blessing. I just want to encourage you because, you know, it's, uh, sometimes we are afraid to feel, and to, and and I just appreciate you calling in because th- those, those moments of sadness and tears just remind us of how wonderful God has been in allowing us to have the relationships that are in our lives. Okay, I... I know you're running out of time, and I want you to finish your show. And and speaking of tears, they've been dropping for about a half hour now. Thanks. Amen. We're glad to have your tears. God right. puts them in a bottle. Don't forget that. All right. See you all well, next time. 
Merry Sam? Christmas, okay? Merry Christmas right, to you. You too. Merry Christmas. Well, that is really the truth of what we believe. That's the truth right there of what we believe. And that is, you know, I think about my grandmother, my grand, my, my parents are both still here and, and I think of Shay's parents. They're both uh, passed on. And I think about my grandparents and I do cry sometimes because I miss them. That's you know, great. I miss uh, her mom and getting to sing with her. And I, I remember a great moment um, in our Christmas history in that we decided one year to go over to her mom's uh, assisted living home. And we, oh, that's right. We were great karaoke singers. If you like karaoke, you might relate to us. But we were great. I know you don't think we have karaoke voices today because uh, we were all scratchy and, and coughing. But that's cedar. But... Uh, the other nine months out of the year, uh, we, we could really cut a rug and, and sing a song if we needed to. Um, and we decided one year to pack up our karaoke equipment and go over to her assisted living home and sing karaoke Christmas carols with them. Uh-huh. And she was just the life of the party. She was lit up. She was clapping. You could tell she was kind of like, hey, this is my daughter and my son-in-law, and they're the ones that are doing this. And she, she wasn't was, lit up from drinking. No, that's just, right. That's right. <laughs> she was lit up with pure joy and, and just pride and that her daughter and son-in-law had come to sing for their group. Yes. And it was just a great time. And, um, you know, so when you think about that, sure, you can be sad. And sometimes you can think about, uh, you know, wow, I, I miss that. I miss her, you know, my grandmother and my grandfather and those moments of Christmas joy and trying to bring everything together, you know, and, and just the panty story with my my grandmother, you know. I remember her giggling and looking so embarrassed, and it makes me sad thinking about it. But it's a wonderful time when you have those kind of memories to look back on because right. I believe that is exactly what Christ came for, yes. is to ensure that we had good relationship. And it wasn't perfect. There were never any perfect relationships, but they were good. And as long as you can keep the Christ of Christmas, the peace of Christ in your home throughout Christmas, then I think you can find what God intended. And that is to have those moments of just, wow, I remember this. And and maybe it wasn't so great the next year, or maybe we had struggles with Uncle So-and-So, or um, and, and or all those things came along. But the ultimate is, how did we do? How did we relate to one another? Did we fully love and fully know one another? And so I just want to say one last time to to just say, I'm sorry, Shay's got something to... Oh, no. Okay, I was just going to say, we just really want to say Merry Christmas. Uh, we want to say thank you for listening. Yes. Uh, we want you to know that we don't do this because of us. We do this for folks. And we just pray uh, that you have a blessed and a Merry Christmas. Uh, because we can't wait to 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 start up 2015. And so I just pray, I'm going to pray before we close tonight, and I just want to offer a few a few things in, to the Lord. Father, I just pray for those people. I pray for those people like Harold who are missing someone right now. And so if you're missing someone, I just pray, Jesus, that you'd meet that person right where they're at, that you'd show them your love and your grace 
and just help them to celebrate them. Celebrate those people. Celebrate those memories because they're wonderful, even if they bring tears. You know, it's wonderful to have great memories. And even if you haven't had such great memories, as Shay read earlier, you are the father of us all. And that means you are the father who can make new memories. You are the father to the fatherless. You meet us in our broken places. And when you meet us in our broken places, that means, Father, that you want to show us redemption. You redeem what the, what, what others have taken. And we just praise you, Jesus, for being our hope, for coming to this earth in the most innocent form possible, a child, a baby, and being willing to do that to love us well. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, join us next week. We look forward to hearing from you. And again, you're listening to Shadow of His Wings Ministry, Healing Hidden Wounds Radio. Please look us up at www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com. We are listener supported. If you are interested in doing a year-end gift, we'd love to have you visit our page and hit the donut. Donate bait button. <laughs> Not, Not the, the donut, donut button. button, but the donate button. And we look forward to hearing from and you after we Christmas. Are a, we are a tax exempt. That's right. 501c3. Praise you, praise you, Jesus, for this time. And we thank you for your listening. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. <laughs>